gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath, and he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Hello and welcome to the Meatcast. I'm Nick, and uh, I'm joined as always by Kyle. Kyle, how you doing? What's going on? Anything in the world of Romero? The world of Romero. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. I'm feeling good. Uh, I am. It's Austin Sketchfest week, as I have talked about before. We're gearing up for that. That's starting tomorrow or today, as of the release of this episode. So I'm knee deep in prep for that so that is all i've been able to focus on wow okay yeah it's very hey, exciting what what should we all be checking out at the austin sketch fest well nick i'm so glad that you asked that question um we've got lots of shows going on all week there's uh two shows on thursday and sunday each and then three each on friday and saturday um i'm really excited about the friday 7 p.m we've got uh cheryl cruz on who is a very funny um musician she does funny uh silly little ukulele songs and then we've also got uh love seat which is an la uh ucb uh mod team that's going to be performing and the ucb sketch teams always uh deliver so i'm very excited to see them and featuring um uh an austin uh cold town alum uh laura de la fuente who just joined that team uh out wow in LA. so that's gonna that be a good sounds, show that sounds great um hey i should mention before we get too much further my audio is not very good right now i'm traveling and I'm using my laptop microphone, so it sounds yeah. Bad. To paint to paint the picture for our listeners, Nick is uh, he he logged on to the Zoom call with with wet hair <laughs> and uh, sun kissed skin, uh, and uh, I made a joke and I said, "Oh, what did you just get get out of the ocean?" And he was like, "Yes, I did. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. I was boogie boarding, living it up, boogie boarding out." Well, speaking of the Pacific, speaking of booging, we got a boogie on get get the show going. Boogie on <laughs> down with the show, right? We so, do have to boogie on down with the show. We have a guest today. They're a Twitch streamer by going by the name of Measly Meatloaf. Uh, we'll have links in the description. You can check it out. But please welcome to show Max Wilcox. Max, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. I was I thought you were going to introduce me as a boogie, and I was unsure how to, <laughs> how to take that. <laughs> we uh, have a boogie yeah. on the show today. Yeah, local boogie, Max Wilcox. Um, bringing that, you know, bring that heat, bringing that spooky um, boogie monster energy. <laughs> um, thanks for having me, guys. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah of course. Max, we came on your stream, one of your streams a, a while back. You were doing a uh, a twenty four hour straight stream, I think. Yeah, that was I. It in hindsight, maybe inadvisable to like meet two new people after like fourteen hours straight of playing <laughs> Hollow Knight first thing in the morning. Um, yeah, we I don't know. We talk about Heathcliff a lot on the stream, anyways, because he's a cultural icon and touchstone. And Correct. 
I knew I was going to need some sort of like break from just staring at a screen. I needed to eat food in the morning. I knew that. So I, I don't know. People aren't going to say no to a charity stream, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't. Yeah. No, and, we did it. Wow. Here we fun. are. It was, what, yeah, what we had a blast. What do you typically stream? What you, is it all, usually Hollow Knight? You usually stream I do. I, Hollow, Knight? Uh, Hollow Knight was my first stream, and I wanted to kind of celebrate doing it for two years um, with kind of returning to that. I like doing scary games a lot because I think that seeing someone react to something scary is just it just it's just really funny. Like just <laughs> I, I've hit the end stream button fully by accident just by smacking my keyboard enough. And that's just I don't know that writes itself. Um, are, you, we do, are you naturally um, a like a demonstrative like you know when you get spooked by stuff do you naturally kind of you know i'm very physically you, reactive yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wailing i i need to because i know that resident evil is not a real threat to my physical body <laughs> but i need to get it away from me when there's <laughs> zombies near me um sure. yeah oh and we do um like tabletop rpgs pretty often as well um in fact there will be a incredibly context specific stream the day that this episode drops that if any meaties out there want to be really confused for an hour you can tune into that (laughs) um but yeah uh there's a system called monster of the week that's um like adventure zone did it for a little while um they did everything first um and (laughs) yeah kind of like your buffy the vampire slayer or your kind of supernatural stinted like monster of the week type show thing I love that Meaties is catching on. People are seeing Meaties. It really works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Max, what what guy? What when did you first start reading Heathcliff? How did you get into it? Was, was it all like a? It all genuinely started like with such happenstance. I was walking home from. I think I had known that there was another orange cat. I was familiar with <laughs> Jim's guy for a while there um Jim's and guy. <laughs> I, I mean i don't know it just feels yeah it feels yeah uh, no don't say it yeah do, thank you do thank not you. say okay. it it feels rude yeah um there's one of those um i don't know uh austin feels like a city where you know there's a little like kind of like leave a book take a book little like oh, yeah, owner yeah. libraries on the street corner and there was one of the like three panel wide collections of heathcliff comics i think it was from the original run i don't think it was gallagher's time and i was flipping through it and it just made zero sense to me and <laughs> wow, i even the old ones made zero sense <laughs> they yeah they were just it was just, i was it was there it was such a nothing burger of a comic that i was so entranced right away i i showed it to my brother and he had also like never actually like sat down and like read heathcliff i think i'd seen I think I'd seen something about the Cadillac Cats show. I think I'd heard like his voice um, from. Well, I mean, I'd heard Mel Blanc before, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, it just I it came about, and then maybe a week later, me and um, Solo, someone I stream with a lot. Um, I think he uh, yeah, he sent an email to the podcast recently. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, we were like, yeah, well, I mean, let's see what all this is about. Um, who's this garbage ape guy I'm hearing so much about? <laughs> um, and yeah, this was right around, I think it was like like peak Jimmy week as well. Um, oh, wow. So okay, like, so this is very recent. We're, we're like... really recent adopters uh, of the brand. <laughs> um, and, and it just, I don't know, it just took over. Like my whole, my whole, like it became like my reference point for any other piece of comedy I saw. Wow, that's amazing. I, I assumed you'd been reading Heathcliff for years, but no, is it, this is new stuff. So, well, by the time we talked to you on that stream, this was that must have been just weeks before 
weeks after your your Heathcliff introduction. Yeah, right after like I fell into it like really heavy. Yeah, and I, I reached out to you guys because of like they posted on like the official Meatcast like Instagram feed, being like, oh, you know, uh, Peter's on like this podcast. And oh yeah, yeah. It's because like it was uh like a reel, I think. So they had to include audio, and it wasn't audio from the podcast. It was just like a <laughs> kind of like a low key song. And I listened to. It, I was like, is, <laughs> is this a joke? Did they not actually go on a real Heathcliff podcast? <laughs> was it, that it, uh that was Peter Gallagher posted that? The, yeah, yeah. Um, it was that. on okay. I think the Heathcliff Comics like yeah, yeah, official yeah. Uh, Instagram, um, okay, which cool. uh made me when I reached out to you guys, I was like, oh, there's no way they're going to come on. They, they're like, they've been doing this for years. They're the Heathcliff podcast. <laughs> I think we are the Heathcliff podcast. <laughs> yeah, unquestionably, we are that. But, uh, well, actually, we Doughboys may even still be the Heathcliff oh, yeah. podcast. Doughboys might be the Heathcliff podcast. Very fair. Very fair. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm here to we'll say they don't count. I'm here to bring <laughs> that kind of fresh Gen Z Canadian perspective on the comic. Oh, you're Canadian, we, too. Okay, we need wow. it. Yeah, we need yeah. that. Yeah, right. I mean, it feels like, um, I mean, it feels like Iggy was really written to be a Canadian character, and the the fact that you guys didn't pick that up just feels like I don't know. It just, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, this is this is our limited perspective, you know. So we're we're grateful to have our eyes opened, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of not kids that it's that, your job to educate us, of course, know, we, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, and it's the work, but it's a lot grateful. of labor to like tell non Canadians about you know <laughs> Europe or whatever. Is Iggy Gen Z or is he too young to be Gen Z? I think Iggy might be a baby mover, right? Like he's been around. <laughs> That's true. He might yeah, be. it depends on how we're demarcating because he's perpetually uh, a youth. But uh, mm. yeah, I think yeah. he's I got think, baby boomer energy for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's always criticizing people for not working hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this week. This week on Heathcliff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're starting off with the conclusion of World Domination Week. This is from uh, Friday, June 16th. And it's Heathcliff walking into a... (laughs) Uh, a room with a big giant, a big circular table with robots standing around it, kind of gesturing at it and little robot pawns on there. And one of the robots has a, has headphones on again. And, uh, and one of the robots is, is talking to Heathcliff and he's saying, come to save the world again. Wow. Very, a very Bond villain kind of uh, caption here. I like Heathcliff's stance here. He's stanced up. My man is stanced up. He's ready. He's ready to throw hands here. He's, he's also like, the world. Yeah. He's so little. <laughs> yeah, he can barely, he he definitely can't see over the table. He probably, he might not even be able to see which robot is talking to him right now. <laughs> yeah, how's he going to figure out their world plan if he can't see the map? Guy needs they, a step stool. These are like meat robot sized robots. Usually mm. the robots are, are much smaller. Yeah, they would have to be pretty big. And the I, I gotta say the composition is very similar to the <laughs> all the cats around the I think that the yes. the robot in headphones is standing exactly where the cat in headphones <laughs> was. Well it's my our friend Lance, uh, my former co-host and, and perhaps future co-host <laughs> if he ever has time of my Garfield podcast, uh, <laughs> um, sent me this image here. Let me see if this works. Yeah, which I think this is what this is modeled after. Oh, okay. So, and this is I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> 
But he sent is this, this like image a famous to me. photo. I don't know. It... He he sent me this image and said headphones. Headphones. <laughs> I'll He's post the... a link to this. In the I mean, to yeah. Well, we you should if you if you're listening, if this isn't coming up on your your podcast feed right now, you should check it out because it's. I mean, yeah, kind of. I yeah, I, I guess I see it. You know. But it really does feel like it's like the last bastion of like a lot of the like kind of comedy stand-ins. Like I feel like it's one of the last places you're going to see like a dog go crazy after a fire hydrant. I've seen (laughs) I've seen people push stuff on tables in media before. I don't know if I've ever actually seen a real photograph of someone doing it. Yeah, for real war. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a a long running trope. And I guess I guess my question is like. Is this image the origin of the trope? Trope, you know, like where did it where did it come from? But I in any like this, case, it, it must be a takeoff of this image, though, right? Because there's the woman leaning over. Mm. That might be. I mean, I'm not sure. And then, and then the woman with the uh, something pointing, like a this long thing pointing at these things on the board, and then the, the people with the headphones too. It just yeah. seems to match up pretty close. Yeah. But there are way more people in the photo yes. than there are and in the uh, in the original. In the in the I will say life. none of them are either robots or cats. Yeah, that is that. that is true. It's a you know it's an it's a small photo, but I can say that for sure. <laughs> let's, uh, let's search the image. No, we don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Millie the Mapper. Millie the Mapper. Oh, I guess it's Millie the Mapper. <laughs> well, that sums it up. Kind of explains it all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Women plotting aircraft positions in 1943. That's what that is. Okay. Mm, All right. Well, do we have anything else to say about this thing? No, I love it. Okay. It's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah, 10 out of 10. Good comic. All right. So let's move on to June 17th, Saturday. (laughs) And we're back to the kind of podium with Heathcliff on it a statue of Heathcliff uh this time he's carrying a big garbage can on his back instead of a big world on his back uh which he was previously and grandpa Iggy and Heathcliff are, are watching this are looking at this statue proudly it's basically Atlas but garbage can and Heathcliff and uh Iggy is saying this was once a garbage dump wow like this is like a memorial of the garbage dump yeah which is interesting because what do you mean it once was a garbage dump like did you did you dig up all the garbage and take it out? I didn't even think about that. Garbage <laughs> dumps don't go away. Well, yeah, it's like not, my right is still a it, garbage dump. Heathcliff uses garbage in his. Is this where he's been getting it all for so long, and he finally ran the well dry? Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Heathcliff cleaned it up. He ate all the fish skeletons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, and he really carries this community on his back. I mean, truly, yeah. It feels very much like a second draft of the Atlas thing. It feels like you would yes. you would think of the image of like Heathcliff as Atlas. Great, he's carrying the world, and then you you hit publish on that one, and then you go, oh no, wait a second. Here's how I can punch it up. He's it's not a world; it's a big garbage can, and then he's carrying that, which I love. It's, it's fantastic. It's really never stop, good, really funny image. Never stop improving. Yeah, that's right. Peter Gallagher's like a shark; he's always moving. You know. <laughs> And but he's almost also like a salmon in that he's always moving in a different direction from all the other fish. <laughs> <laughs> they swim and upstream, right? They swim upstream. That yeah. I, well, I, sorry. As the Canadian, I can say. Um, oh yeah. yeah our <laughs> if salmon, they, anyone they, can let us know, they jump up big waterfalls and then 
they they go to where they were born. It's pretty beautiful, and that's kind of the story of Heathcliff. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. A, a fitting into World Domination Week. Wow. Yeah, this is great. This is like at the uh, at the end of uh, like uh, what is it? I feel like there's like a superhero movie where like the superhero dies, and then there's a big statue at the end of him oh, at the, the Iron end. Giant. Yeah. Yes. Well, he already was like a big statue. <laughs> is that what you're thinking? Wow. Of? Well, not, oh, isn't there like a super? Isn't isn't it like? I think Superman. There the was a Superman big movies, Superman like too. Batman yeah. versus Superman or something like that. There's yeah, yeah. Because Superman they did that, dies. With, uh, they did that mm-hmm. with Alfred in the comics recently as well. I say recently. I don't know how. Re- I just saw a photo of a big statue of Alfred. Probably <laughs> of Alfred. Of Alfred. Yeah, he was just a butler. I mean. <laughs> He's a pretty good butler, butler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but, he's he's one of the best but, butlers. But no one knew him. <laughs> like <laughs> only only Bruce Wayne knew him, right? So I guess it was it just a statue in the in Wayne Manor. In Wayne Manor. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm guessing he died, but you <laughs> do raise or or Batman's point. like, we need to put a statue of this guy in the in the town square, and they're and like, got what? The Gotham Why? garbage dump. What's this guy's deal? And he's like, I can't tell you. He's just, he's an important guy. Don't ask. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on to, we're going to skip Sunday and go straight to Monday, June 19th. And it says, we were looking at Heathcliff and a, and a mouse. We're looking at them just from the back. Uh, they're sitting at a bar and the bartender is saying, how goes the rat race? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Peter, very Peter Griffin line read on that, but kind of. How we're back at the, the shining. <laughs> we're back at the shining bar. Still working um, on the bartender's voice. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Very Gallagher. I mean, we we have not uh, we've not gotten there yet, but we'll crack it one day. Um, this has got to be one of my favorites for a while. I think. Really, really? the like. There's something about Heathcliff <laughs> and the <laughs> mouse both combined. <laughs> Nick and I are incredulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sound of I, I, I like. I don't know. I, as a brief little tangent, I, I recently rewatched Secret of Nim. Good movie. Um, mm. I realized that I think I watched it for the first time when I was two, and I think it just made me think that rats are great just for my entire life. Um, so I see a rat and I like it. I don't know what else to tell you guys. No, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I'm on a sea rat diet. I see a rat and I eat it. Nice. No, Nick. (laughs) Come on. No, you can't say that. Okay. (laughs) Never mind then. What were you going to say, Kyle? (laughs) No, I was going to say, if I'm I'm at a bar and I see a rat, I'm talking about a race. I'm running out of there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm racing in my car. Driving away. Or responsibly yeah. calling an Uber or a Lyft. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, wow. you had a Faraday tied one on, yeah. <laughs> um, now, what do we do? We think they just got here. They've yet to order, and uh, bartenders are just kind of like trying to get in their good books, so they tip well. <laughs> yeah, potentially. We don't see a drink uh, in front of either of them, which I I would love to know what um, what sort of cocktails these two are imbibing. Well, Heathcliff usually gets like a saucer of milk, right? I think that's been a joke in the sure. past. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes the sense. The rat? 
I don't know. Maybe the rat's drinking like human urine or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking maybe like Bacchini water, but that's that also works. Rats famously love urine. <laughs> what is Bacchini water? You know when you get like some Bacchini from the deli. Okay. Okay. What What is Bacchini? Because <laughs> I got to back up. It's... Okay. <laughs> or I don't know. You get some cheeses in water, right? And that's. That sure, yes, like mozzarella. I'm a, okay, I'm a child, yeah, yeah. so like a wet cheese. Okay. Yeah, you have to start with mozzarella, which is like you know, baby's first cheese. Mm, of course, yeah. Wow. Um, maybe maybe Bacchini's yeah. like a proprietary Canadian thing that, bought, like, went from Italy, bypassed the states, went right up here. <laughs> That's definitely why we didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with me and Nick being philistines. <laughs> We eat nothing but fast food fish sandwiches. <laughs> Wait, cheese? You mean the stuff that comes on my Big Mac? Yeah, it's, yeah the, the yellow square. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Let's move on to Tuesday, June 20th. This is a good one. This is great. So Heathcliff is on the the couch of the therapist's office crying, a balling up a storm. There's, there's tears flying everywhere. He's got his mouth wide open, his tongue sticking out. Jimmy is, or at least some some sort of frog is, is sitting in the therapist's chair taking notes with his little legs crossed, uh, <laughs> a big notepad. Um, there's a degree out of the wall that says frog. <laughs> Just in case you missed it. <laughs> so he, he, he is a certified frog. And there, there are two birds in the window, and one of the birds is saying, they've had a breakthrough. I love it. I love the frog degree yeah. so much. <laughs> It's and, so I mean, good. It finally lets us know Jimmy's relationship status. Oh. Well, we know he's yeah. a bachelor frog. Oh. Oh, good. Okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, wow. It well, we don't I guess we don't know that it's Jimmy for sure. I mean, I I I'm assuming it is cuz he's got Jimmy's demeanor definitely. Um so and it's more fun to assume that it is, but Yeah. Um you got to assume it's Jimmy. Is this the first time we've ever seen Jimmy interact with anything? <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's, the, to it, it's, yeah. it's got to be the first time that we've seen Jim Jimmy having any sort of like um, interests or uh, a, a career or anything at all. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. So, well, this is why this is why he didn't want to he didn't want to spend all his time on Blood Listy. He was working on getting that degree and like <laughs> saving people's lives. Yeah. What do you think the breakthrough was? I mean, mm. Heathcliff has a lot of issues. His father was an ex-con, maybe mm -hmm. present. He's convict. recently, I mean, going to couples counseling doesn't mean you're having relationship issues, but it could be, you know, it could show that he's worried, right? Mm -hmm. That is definitely true that he was, he was in couples counseling and now he's solo with a different so. therapist. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, certainly he could be going to both. You, you, plenty of people do both, and 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 I would encourage them to do both. But um, <laughs> you know, you never know. You never know. He, he could be going through it with uh, Sonia. Why am I? Free? Is it Sonia? Mm -hmm. I'm forgetting her name. Okay, um, Sonia. Yeah, uh, he we'll that's what it was. Wailing here. I mean, it's full yeah. on tongue out crying do you guys lull your tongue out of your mouth whenever you're wailing and spit straight up in the air 
Uh, no, I don't think I even can. <laughs> yeah, no, it yeah, well. doesn't feel natural to me. But, his, but and his hands are clasped so close to his chest, like he's feel like it's so raw. Yeah, it yes. really is. Yeah, he's doing the. I like to imagine he's doing the uh, the Al Pacino at the end of Godfather Three silent scream. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, he's Just got open his mouth out so much. Yeah, he's really he's really letting it fly. Yeah, bless his heart. Yeah, another little piece of the puzzle. Why don't we figure it all out? <laughs> well, let's see. Wait, let's see if maybe we'll figure it out on June twenty first, uh, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the pet. W- we're at the pet wig store. <laughs> uh, in the window, there's a bird in a cage wearing a little blonde wig, <laughs> and this is like sort of a. Uh, Almost a Trumpish wig, right? Yeah, yeah really. Very yeah. much so. So the bird in the in the cage in the window is wearing one. The the pet wig store owner is wearing one. Uh and Heathcliff is standing out front and he's wearing one. He's just loving it. And he's very proud of his way of his pet wig, and he's got his arms crossed behind his bag, he's got a big smile on his face. And the pet wig store owner is, tells him, fire. <laughs> <laughs> this is to me an all-timer i mean this this is incredible this is really really good first of all pet wigs (laughs) great full stop but you know easily just that that phrase you've invented a new you've invented a new thing in my mind and he had we have seen pet wigs before but but yes oh have we really yeah oh i don't recall but but yeah i mean it's it's a it's 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 happened a few times but this is uh well, this is maybe the apex of the pet wigs. Even still, uh, you know, pet th- th- it's great. I love pet wigs. If fire becomes the new bro, I'll, <laughs> I mean, I'm buying that t-shirt for one, but it's yeah. this is it's it's inc- it's one word and it's so evocative. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's it just that the, the idea of this middle-aged man <laughs> with this tie, red tie, and the tie and short sleeve shirt combo that this this middle-aged man I, I, and maybe just his socks. Yeah, yeah, he might. He's wearing yellow socks and no shoes. Um, but yeah, just him, this man saying fire is is very funny. Speaking <laughs> of, of pets doing things that you wouldn't expect, uh, today I saw a dog on a surfboard. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, hey, I mean, California, you know, you, you can't you can't walk walk down the street without tripping over a dog on a skateboard out there in Holly weird. <laughs> Next thing you know, these dogs will be getting married to each other. <laughs> you don't think. <laughs> no, <laughs> dogs can it's... legally buy pot now. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. What is the world coming to? <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to today's comic strip. Wow. Today, Thursday, June twenty second, and we have Iggy <laughs> and Heathcliff standing up, standing beside the mouse hole. Well, the mouse hole has two, like, what would you call these things? I mean, I mean they're they're meant to be statues. They're they're meant to yeah. evoke the New York Public Library. Right, That's the right, one with right. the big with the big lines that the Bill lions. Murray sat on. Yes, the beginning yes, of yes, yes. That's right. Okay, and they're on either side of the of the mouse hole. And Grandpa uh, looks looks upset. He's got a newspaper in his hand. And he looks. He's looking upset at this mouse hole. And Nikki's saying, "Keep quiet. That's the library." So, Man, this <laughs> is 
talk about fire. I mean, this is <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah. This is really good. I really this like is... that Pete maybe worried that it was too empty of a panel. So he's like, I'll just put a little texture on that wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an Argyle wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why, why would they have to keep quiet? He's not in the library. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's true. I guess you you wouldn't walk on the sidewalk outside of the New York Public Library and Just like shushing all the cars. <laughs> well, it's these it's these new municipal buildings, such thin walls, you know. Like these. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they're they're cost cutting. What is the world coming to these days? Um, he always has such like a such he's got a, such a finger on the pulse of like what's going on in the world around him he's <laughs> yeah so keyed in he's he is often explaining things to the to the adults around him yeah but not like you know stuff you would think a kid would know about but like which holes are which public services <laughs> for the mice I, yeah just that's the library so it was a little like declarative <laughs> Wow. Right. What do you think the most commonly checked out book in the my the mouse library is? Oh, oh mice and um, mice. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be War and Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm glad that all the American literary classics are still being read by mice. That's War really Peace, good. Sorry, War and Peace is not an American novel. Never mind. <laughs> but War and Cheese is War and oh, Cheese. Yeah, War wow. and Cheese is American. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess this is showing that I'm not a I'm not a born under the red, white, and blue. Sorry, <laughs> the cheese of wrath, maybe. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> mm. 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 All right, that's enough. That's three. <laughs> we each right, got one. To varying to... degrees of success. <laughs> Let's move on to one has to go. Is what we're gonna do. Ooh. Ooh. One of the things in this picture, it must go. Two of the things they can stay. In fact, three can stay. We only need to lose one. So <laughs> Nick, a little a little behind the, the music, <laughs> Nick was just rubbing his eyes in shame. <laughs> I mean, he's probably tired from the boogie boarding. That's really it. But to me, it read as what am I doing, man? <laughs> well, this is the segment, of course, where we have four things on in a picture, and one of them we have to decide which one of them must go, which one mm. are we gonna get rid of forever. As an, or, you know, it's an exercise, basically. They're not, they don't really go away forever. We don't have. That <laughs> yeah, you're not going to email Gallagher after this. <laughs> hey, bad news. <laughs> the results are in. Iggy's got to go. Well, let's take a look at what we what our choices are here. So we have meat, mm. hel- helmets, garbage, and gum. One of wow. these has to go. Wow, tough. very tough. Yeah, these are all staples of of the Heathcliff comic strip. Beloved institutions. I will say, without meat, you guys and me are out of like a like out of a platform and out of a name for both of our shows. Yeah, yes, I mean, it would we, just be cast. It would be point. cast. Yeah, we, and, it would be erased. Uh, Back to the Future style. Wow. Um, 
Man, this is really tough. But I do think, yeah, meat <laughs> has to stay. It's so it's it's so important to our brand identity that I can't uh, let it go. Helmets also feels so essential. What? Yeah. Um, what is Heathcliff if he can't? Like, how can he communicate to you? I mean, he has signs, I guess. But he has signs. He has balloons. He has true. shirts. <laughs> he has birds to say what he's doing. <laughs> garbage also. I mean, garbage is. I mean, you know. without the garbage, without garbage, we have no garbage ape. No ape. When when I when I tell people, uh, you know, about the podcast, the, one of the first things they bring up is like, "Oh yeah, Heathcliff with the fish skeletons," you know. Yeah. Like they they <laughs> associate that image with Heathcliff, even if they know nothing else. Plus, yeah, the garbage ape. I mean, that you know, the garbage ape. I think kicked off a might have been was a huge part of the Heathcliff Renaissance. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think for me, it's gum. I think I think gum is the one that has to go for me. I I hate to agree with you because there's nothing I like more. <laughs> there's nothing I like more than first of all a good a good bit of chewing, mm-hmm. and also seeing <laughs> seeing that little that little man fly away. But yeah, Heathcliff can still fly in balloon. He can still be launched out of a cannon. Um. But I think without meat helmets and garbage, he's just he's like any other orange comic strip cat. (laughs) (laughs) So true. It is funny to see like four or five different beings just flying together with these these, (laughs) gum giant gum bubble. And and of course, uh, the theme theme song starts out. Ham gum was once just a dream. And yeah, classic. Well, to a dream, it will return. (laughs) I guess so. I guess that's we'll have to one. we'll have to get Louis Zong back in the studio to re-record because <laughs> gum is out of here. Sorry, gum, you gotta gotcha. go. All right, we have one more. One has to go. This one is Heathcliff, <laughs> Simba, <laughs> Sylvester, and Stimpy. So four iconic cartoon cats: Heathcliff, Simba from The Lion King, Sylvester from Looney Tunes, Sylvester. <laughs> And these are the four most well-known cartoon oh, cats. Easily, these are yeah. easily. If you were to ask, if you do a Family Feud style, you know these would be the top four answers, no question. And I think and, second okay. to that, um, if you asked anyone on the street, "Hey, what is Stimpy?" Their first answer definitely cat. They would know. They would know for sure that Stimpy is a cat. You can look at him and tell. Max, do you know? Do you know Ren and Stimpy? I didn't grow up watching it. Um, I think. My first my first experience was via the Nostalgia Critic, um, seminal um, internet content creator. Um, I mean, he raised me more than I think anybody else, really. Um, and <laughs> that is very upsetting for me and Nick to hear. That's good. That's yeah. That's and this is the energy I'm trying to bring to today. You know, um, just know that there's a new heat coming to Heathcliff com- comedy. Um, the old boys had their time. You guys have had a couple years to like really, uh, <laughs> to no, really like less no, than a year. Some, some months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is year. episode 32. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bump up your number, giving you guys that nice meatloaf. Bump. Um, yeah, I know. I know Stimpy's work. Um, I was uh, not allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy. Uh, it was like one of the few things that in my house was uh, people would get upset if I was found out to have been watching it, um, which I don't understand because my dad would watch like Married with Children all the time and would like let me watch it with him and and laugh along at all of the various uh, cusses and uh, rude jokes. 
Um, but for whatever reason, because I guess because it's a cartoon and my parents thought like it was insidiously worming its way into my brain mm-hmm. in a way that the live action people were not. Um, yeah. So for me, Stimpy represents youthful rebellion. And for mm-hmm. that reason, I have to keep him. Yeah, it's also he's just so funny. Mm-hmm. He's a, no, he's yeah, Stimpy's he's a good guy. One of the one of the classic cartoon voices and just like so just so fun. Um Madcap. Zany. And I do I listen, I feel like I need to call it out. I do need to say we do not like or condone John Kay, the creator of Rin Stimpy. Oh, that guy yeah. can you take a long walk off a short stuff, bridge. Huh? That guy's a scumbag. Yep. We're just talking about the character Stimpy. Yeah. Okay. Just like how much we all love Rick from Rick and Morty, and <laughs> that love ends there. Yeah, well, we love Morty too. True. Oh yeah, we do love Morty and Gazork the, the Field. The yeah, the whole gang. Um, uh, Sylvester, I you know I love Looney Tunes. I think Looney Tunes is hilarious. I'll still watch a Looney Tune anytime it's on. Sylvester, I don't have. Uh, I don't remember any Sylvester cartoons. He doesn't stick out to me. Well, he yeah. wants to get that bird. Yeah. He wants to get that Tweety bird so bad, and he sounds right. quite silly doing it. Tweety, <laughs> um, I think, a much funnier character than Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe not much funnier, but, you know, but I think of the duo, I like Tweety more than I like Sylvester. Did Sylvester, um, was he the one that would say, suffering succotash? I was about he to say, say, yeah. He was suffering succotash. Or any that? cartoon, like, like... Huh? Of any cartoon catchphrase, probably one that I think about or like care about the least, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a ridiculous were, you, one were you confused because I didn't say it the way that I'm supposed to say it? What do you mean? Suffering thuckatash. Oh, did you say that earlier? I did say that earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't notice because you said it. You didn't <laughs> say it the way you're supposed to say it. <laughs> um, I think of the participants in the Sylvester and Tweety cartoon that Granny is the funniest. True. Mm. Of the three yeah. of them. Granny's always cracking me up. And maybe even the big dog before Sylvester. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I agree with that. I, I that mean, said. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Max. You go you, ahead. Uh, and do you guys mind if I cuss on this show? Oh, go ahead, please. I please, don't dude. really give a fuck about Simba. Why? Wow. Yeah. I, I was going to say all that negative talk about Sylvester Simba, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. You and know. the furries aren't going to like this one. Um, I'm sorry to say, you, you guys are going to get some hate on Twitter if we, if we come after Simba. But that's fine. I'm bulletproof. Let's go. <laughs> um, right. Let's get. Let's. Should we just get rid of Simba? Yeah, I, I think I got to get rid of Simba. I mean, it's kind of like you know, Lion King is is Hamlet, right? It's it's famously it's it's just the story of Hamlet. Yeah, and also and Hamlet did it first. Hamlet did it first. Hamlet did it first. But also Hamlet's the worst guy in Hamlet. He's mm. you know, he's annoying, he's whining all the time, he's you know, just going through a severe depression. Simba's the same thing. You just kind of like, all right, man, you know, everybody likes Lion King, but it's because of Timon and Pumbaa and the hyenas and the Scar. baboon. And do people even like Scar? You know, it was also I remember hearing that it was it was basically a ripoff of a, of a Japanese uh, cartoon uh, with Kimba, the lion. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the, the, I don't I don't so, doubt it. Yeah. Also, is Simba the only Disney property on here? Um, yes, probably. I don't, I don't know, know who owns Simpy. Rin and Simpy these days, but yeah, probably. 
Yes. Uh, well, the parole owned Stimpy, but um, the <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't even need to talk about Heathcliff. We know him. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the, I guess damn. we didn't even <laughs> discuss it. But yeah, Heathcliff's in. Well, yeah. Why would you even put Heathcliff <laughs> on this? Well, it wouldn't make sense for our podcast. <laughs> but but Heathcliff there. I guess that's true. Yeah, but obviously Heathcliff is in. Yeah, Heathcliff stays. So I guess Simba's got to go. Simba, you're fired. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, Simba. Yeah, you're out of here. You're out of here. Fire. <laughs> Fire, indeed. Uh, well, thank you, Max, for, for joining us on the show. Uh, check out the Twitch stream, measly at measly meatloaf on on Twitch. Uh, is there anything else that uh, you want to you talk oh, about? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can find me on pretty much everything as Meatly, Measly Meatloaf. Um, uh, if you go on YouTube.com, go to Measly Meatloaf's Bag of Tricks. It's not the SEO on that is not very good, um, but you'll find it like a couple scrolls down. <laughs> um, it's where we got VODs of all the previous stuff. If like, I don't know if you're a role playing game or uh, workplace comedy head um check out surf and turf it's our kind of like the show we do all the time any business inquiries you can email me at yum yum so tasty at gmail.com that's um, a really good that's I, a I really just, good gmail i never get a chance to break that one out as soon as i sent <laughs> I, I emailed nick from my personal account and i was like nah man there's not <laughs> the one opportunity i get to use <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um go go out and foster a cat um Cats are great, if you can. Yeah, awesome. Do it. All right. Yeah, well, you better do it, or else. All right. Well, until next time, that bothers me.